did like the sugar daddy too. I know. I know. It's, yeah. I don't want to talk about it, but I like it. Yeah, you feel feel a little a little dirty. <laughs> Especially like, ooh, what is that? I'm like, it's the sugar daddy. <laughs> it's my sugar daddy. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Here we are. How you living? No putts given. Last episode of the year, Tony. How you feeling? 2022 finale. How many of these do we do? It seems like a lot. Feels like a lot. We made it. Kind we of. We did. Well, a little premature. I mean, there's still maybe. time. It could explode. <laughs> premature. So, as some people let's might expect. celebrate just yet. Let's, let's not count all of our chickens and, and eggs and things before hatching and whatnot but we thought it might be fun to do a little retrospective a little look back at some of our favorite things uh and i got a couple questions for you too tony that i didn't tell you about because i just want to pick your brain and we're going off script here well but sometimes that's the best stuff is uh i mean it's on my script it's not off my script i did not get a copy you were not provided uh an advanced copy um but we look back at the year 2022. It was a good year for equipment. Solid. I'd say solid. solid. Not like the solid. best ever. Solid, if not spectacular, or if not, you know, relatively unspectacular, but solid enough. Yeah. So you had what so what impressed us? We're gonna kind of go category by category. What did you hit? What's in your bag? And then, you know. Downside is you get 14 clubs. It's not less. enough. It's it's not enough. But it's not like you can hit four drivers on every hole. You know, it's like... Have you ever seen me play? There are times, I mean, at least if two. If at first you do not succeed, <laughs> try, 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 try. Yeah. Again. It's a, it's a fair point. But, you know... For most people, right? You go play golf. It's like wearing an outfit. You gotta, you gotta pick the starting lineup for that day. And, and as much as we like to switch stuff in and out at times, more or less, we kind of find ourselves right playing, <clears throat> playing a set of irons, particular driver. So it's kind of go category by category. I want to know, Tony, what was your winner? Your personal. This is data aside, all that stuff. Your personal winner, and then what's kind of the next one that you wish you would have tried, or one that if said okay. If I put that one on the shelf, I really want to dig into something else a little bit more. So let's start with yeah, driving. It's interesting because you and I, we tend to, it's a nice luxury to have, but we tend to be fitted for everything in our bag. Yeah, you know, that's not to say we don't sometimes go, ooh, this is new. Let's let's go try it out. But for the most part, everything that we play, we've been fitted for. And then so to me, it's interesting to kind of look at. Hey, what what's next on the list? Maybe we were fitted for it, maybe not. What did you kind of play with that you really like that kind of way of looking at it? So yes, mm-hmm. let's do it. Let's get it. Driver, let's start at the top. People want to know about drivers. So let's start there. Yeah, I mean, I was fit for the the Titleist thought maybe it would it would get a strong challenge in the spring because you had things like stealth and and what was it a rogue it was a rogue lineup i'm already moved on i'm, I'm already thinking I paradigm right now i'm already shifting paradigms in my head but yeah yeah no i settled in fit for it stayed with it just couldn't quite get comfortable and i tried you know probably five or six other drivers for one round each and just 
this was never kind of that same feeling of comfort, uh, confidence, comfort that I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the next one on your list? Yeah. You so TSR three, what's the next one you say? Hey, I want yeah. To, I want surprisingly to kind of, I would say it was the, uh, rogue max LS. That was, that was the next one out. Yeah. I, I took all three Callaway drivers out on the course, mess around with it. And the, the, the max LS was the one that I really liked. And probably if, you know, if not for the three, I think it would have gone in my bag. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I can't argue the TSR stuff. I mean, it's again, they got a little bit of a head start in the sense that it's the next generation of product, but came out in 2022, but will be included in 2023 testing. The next one on my list though, to try or that, would have very easily been in my bag all year long is Cobra, uh, LTDXLS. Um, we got a chance to hit that earlier in the year, and if for no other reason, then I felt like the sound and feel was so much improved compared to the previous generation Rad Speed stuff. Um, low bar, I, super low bar, man. Yeah, I mean that's it's like the uh, <laughs> you know I was like. Uh, I felt bad. I think I got one of these awards one time, but like, you know, on your junior league soccer team or whatever, the kid that got the most, most improved. Yeah. It's like the double-edged sword award. You didn't really want to get because most improved also meant to be good. You had to be bad. Yeah. You had to be real bad. You know, Oh, you showed the most growth. Well, yep. Way to go. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> you just, you know, so but I, yeah, I mean that, uh, but comfortably right now in TSR. And like I said, there's some stuff coming up. I'm very, very excited. It's going to be a good year for drivers. It's, it's going to be a great year. I'm going to say right now, it's going to be a phenomenal year for drivers. There's just, I think, yeah, a lot of quality across the board. And uh, this will get to one of my questions for you later. Approaching some of these things that, that might make a huge difference. So we'll yeah, get there. I mean, Clarify, I went from TSI to TSR. So, but no gap in between. Like, I tried, tried, just Mm-mm. no. Yeah. And I, again, you can only play one theoretically on each shot. So, it's, it's hard not to disparage uh, other ones. I, yeah, I mean, I, it was interesting. Two of my buddies that I ended up uh, kind of fitting for different clubs, um, both went into stealth this year hadn't been fit for I'm, I'm going back to like one was sim one was maybe sim too but i think sim as well and saw noticeable improvements like uh very oh i'm sorry one was m5 and one was uh, m3 perhaps so anyway Ooh, going way yeah, back yeah going way back mega improvement fairway woods tony what was your best yeah, I mean, this is this is kind of a repeat. I mean, I started with TSI and then just rolled right into TSR uh, again, going from clubs that I was fitted for into clubs that I was fitted for, and that was you know, pretty easy to stay there. Oh my God, the dogs! The dogs of no putts given are dogs are barking rowdy. Anyway, so, rowdy bunch. Yeah, so TSI to TSR, same with the driver, and then. You know, kind of the next on the list, I think this is where that LTD line came into play for sure. Mm-hmm. And I, 
I don't tend to see a lot of fairway woods, believe it or not. Like that's those are those are stories that you write that nobody reads. Tens, uh, so and I don't tens. often get yep. the stuff. I don't I don't take a lot out on the course. Um, but of of the stuff I saw, the yeah, the Cobra was was next on my list for sure. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny you talk about Cobra because I want to go back to a club that you and I both played, uh, the original LTD, which was legendary a, three wood. Yeah, it's in the Pantheon. It is, and it. Not only is it in the Pantheon, but it's in in my rotation because it, you know, really was that for me first fairway wood that was ultimately really high launch, low spin, but had a much bigger head. That it it, it looked more intimidating at address than it was actually to hit. It was much much easier to hit than it looked. And you know, again, people that follow us that pay attention to things like CGNA and you know, how close they were able to actually get that center of gravity right to the neutral axis. And actually that one was actually on neutral axis. I think if not, it's close. It's just a beast of a three wood, especially. And every iteration you see when they've come out with something new, it's more, I mean, like they couldn't get that club out of Lexi's bag, right? The original LTD. And then, I mean, so that fairway wood, Maybe still one of my best of, even in 2022, because the incarnations uh, since then from Cobra more or less have, have played on that blueprint with, with very, very subtle changes and tweaks because it's such a good... Uh, Classic, such, if, it, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that one, absolutely same. The one that intrigued me that I would have played more had I uh, had more time or, or more fairway wood requirements. Uh, stealth, the first stealth people, um, again, just an app from an absolute rocket launcher perspective. I know you go all the way back to like RBZ and that was kind of one of those Holy grail ish type of jumps in fairway woods for some players. Um, I feel like people that hadn't been fit for a fairway wood or hadn't upgraded in the fairway wood department that said, Hey, Stealth is new. I might as well get an, another matching piece of luggage with it. I got the driver. I'll get a fairway wood. All uh, three sizes, right? All three sizes. Driver fairway hybrid. Boom. Done. Yep. People <laughs> saw some crazy, crazy stuff with that. So I would have definitely uh, wanted to play with that one a little bit more, but very, very happy with Cobra. How many? Yeah, I, got a, I got a chance yeah. to hit. And again, like I said, I don't get a lot of fairway woods up here for the most part, but I got a chance out of Goat Hill to hit Phillips. Uh, he had a rogue, probably a rogue max in the bag. Mm-hmm. And I really liked it. So what'd you, you like know, about it? What, what just, specifically? Do yeah, you like? it's just, it was one of those. I just felt like it was really easy to hit. Just wanted to go straight for me. Got up in the air quickly. Now I don't, I don't think it's probably going to be as long. Certainly not that configuration. So Philip plays the, the 15 degree. I, I tend to play the 13 and a half. That's <laughs> a little bit different. Those with yeah, additional was, uh, dynamic loft properties. Uh, yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I yeah, I mean, it's crazy how much CG location matters. And I know that we've said this before, but like you look down at Cobra, look down at the LTD. You make the same argument about uh, TSR Two Plus, the uh, new one from Titleist. You look down and you put it on the ground. And you go there's no way I can hit this thing up in the air. It, it just doesn't, you look at it and you go, I, how, how am I supposed to elevate the ball off the deck, tight lie, and 
I'll be darned if the thing doesn't. We talk about that though, like the importance of the three wood. It's not a club. Three wood, five wood, even not a club. Golfers swap out a lot, and so I think, man, if mm-hmm. you if you have one and you're confident with it, stick with it. I mean, it's it's when you don't even have to go sniffing around on. And in fact, like I wasn't I wasn't looking to replace my three wood. I had the I had the TSI two actually, mm-hmm. and was initially kind of disappointed that it wasn't available in the thirteen five, and so I ended up in the three. Mm-hmm. And it's you know I don't I don't have a problem hitting the ball in the air that's why I can no, play that don't. thirteen five and just to no. to get that and the low spin benefit like whew, yeah that that one's been fun like that's it's almost like you know, the footprint's smaller but it is sort of that it's that mini driver mindset for me like okay this this thing is going to go as far as I I could ever realistically want it to it's one of my me. rules too in gambling you know if you're gambling with somebody and you don't necessarily know them very well <laughs> check and see how new or old their three wood is. If they have, you know, an old Cleveland launcher or an old tour edge exotics or something like a dime size wear mark. Don't gamble. That person's going to roll you. I can almost guarantee it. Just steer clear, Tony. We know people like that. Hybrids. This was the year I took the hybrids out of the bag. I I did not play a hybrid for a single round this year. Why not? First time. Why'd you? Because you're a big hybrid, big big hybrid guy. Two years ago, maybe even it was. I had a a three. No, did I have a three? I I typically had a four and a five, so I had two hybrids in the bag. Yeah, the five obviously not one that a lot of people carry. Uh, thought about six a six and might have gone to it if I could find one that wasn't just like hey look at the loft you know right. um, that's brutal for me. Why'd you ditch them though? Why'd, why'd so you I, break I, up? I started hitting my irons better, so the five wood <laughs> or excuse me five iron no longer an issue. So I got really comfortable with the five iron, okay. thus removing the need for the the five hybrid. And I do I'm not I'm not one who comes out and promotes workability and shaping shots and all that stuff, but. You know, certainly if you're you're blocked out a little bit and you need to move something around a tree, it's a little easier to do with a five iron or if you've got to keep it under something, a little yeah. easier to do with a five iron. So that's elite know. punch out game. Yes. If you exactly elite world out class, game. hook it around a tree, whatever. Mm-hmm. Absolutely world class. And that's you know, five iron I find's a little better on those shots. And you know, I give myself one, two or three of those around. So <laughs> All right, so you got better, a little bit better, more comfortable with the five iron. Where'd the four go? The seven. Oh, it's yeah. Cheat Cove talked about it before. Again, got it started with the TSI seven. Wasn't sure I was going to play it. Like, all right, well, let's go. It was one of those things like, hey, all the tour guys are swapping to these. Let's go check it out. I was like, "Mm, this is really interesting Uh because the shot pattern is just kind of goes like that, just comes in. Uh, I wouldn't take it to Band of Dunes. You know, this kind of thing where we'd, we'd have to make a decision there. Yeah. Because uh, it does get up in the air. But again, yeah. pretty seamless switch to the to the TSR7. And so now, now wherever we go, like when we were at Ping, when we were at TaylorMade, I'm like, can I try the 7? Let me hit the mm-hmm. 7. And it's, mm-hmm. yeah, there's, there's no, there's no magic in a Titleist 7 wood. And it's like, hey, this is only true for the Titleist. No, man. It's, right. Like I found with the ping, with the Works tail. Well with just, the- yeah, they just, they get up in the air, they go straight. And as long as you don't have wind in your face, yeah. a lot of wind, it's fantastic. It's, it's one of those, like when Lou was on, right? He said, I don't yeah. know why I didn't switch sooner. 
I, I, I cannot promote Seven Woods enough. Like, if Cheat you have code. not tried one, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. I think this is an interesting space because I, uh, for a long time, I've been a, a, I've struggled with hybrids. Like a lot of people whose miss tends to be left, hard to find a hybrid that I liked enough that wouldn't go left. And, and, and I noticed something um, when we were out at Titleist recently and we were going through some fitting stuff and the guy who was fitting me you know, it was like kind of reminding me because my, my angle attack tends to get a little bit scoopy. So I was like zero or even plus one. So I was actually hitting slightly up on the hybrid during the fitting. He's like, no, you, you know, hit down, you know, get your angle of attack a little bit steeper. It's like an iron. Hard. Okay. Like an iron. But in my head, for some reason, if the club didn't sound like an iron at impact, it was harder for me to hit it like an iron. And I found one of the models that sounded a little funkier. It felt a little denser. It felt more like hitting a long iron. And for me, for whatever reason, that made it easy. And all of a sudden, I'm two degrees down and clipping it and hitting it, again, like an iron. And so that's an interesting kind of deal for me. If I had more time, probably seven wood. That's one I did not play a seven wood at all. I didn't because I was able to find uh, more or less some kind of five wood ish stuff or long iron kind of stuff, because like you, I tend to hit the ball high. And so some of those driving iron type uh, clubs, utility iron type clubs tend to do well for me in that 20 to 22 degree kind of space. So I tend to play around with those a fair bit, but I like um, the forgiveness. Yeah. Well, and that's just it is I, I mean, so if I had more time, I would. So seven wood might be something that I see myself dabble, play with, uh, kind of find, you know, see if I can't find something in there. But I never, never hit it anywhere but the driving range. But the stealth stuff I liked last year, hybrid wise, I thought that was that was pretty solid. I think as a guy, you know, I've been huge proponent of PXG PXG hybrids. I think mm-hmm. I actually kind of like that stealth stuff a little bit better this time, mm. which is rare. We'll see. Yeah, that holds up. But yeah, that one, that was kind of the one I was thinking about. But again, just so locked in with the seven one. Just so like, why, why would I yeah. not play this? Yep. If you are a PXG player out there or whatever, the thing made difference for me is, and I, they didn't talk about this a lot and, and really until the last generation or two, I don't think Ping talked about it a ton too, but some of these loft settings they have in there that can go way flat. Right. So if secret, you are, I mean, it's not, it's not a secret menu, but it's kind of kinda, secret menu. I mean, it's not labeled on there. Like, Hey, you know, uh, anti hook. Yeah. And yeah. It's weird yeah. because I mean, what's, what's the thing we hear all the time from guys who don't play hybrids. The reason you didn't play a hybrid. You got the blinker on turning left, going left, hard and, left, right? U turn practically. And once and you like, see one or two of those in a fitting session or whatever, I'm like, Nope, don't want it. Yeah. I can't like if I see that fight once or twice, I I'm not going to be able to confidently swing in a fitting session, let alone out on the course. And you're trying, you know, no, just take it back. Don't want it. And like, oh, let me do this. All right, now it's a degree and a half, two degrees flat or whatever, and you hear like, oh, yes, yeah, see more of that. Ooh. Hey guys, you can flatten yeah. it out. Hey guys, some of these you can slide some weight into the toe and. 
And if you're not careful, you could even overcook it. And you could be a guy who's going, yeah, I can't play hybrids because all I do is hook them to guys like I can't play this hybrid because all I do is fade it. So, <laughs> right, right. Tools, man. Use the tools. 14 clubs, each one with an individual job. Start treating them as such. Irons. Which irons did you play, Tony? You, you said you got you, you were able to hit a five iron again. I yeah, mean, this this was actually the most surprising spot in my bag because you know last fall. I wait, wait, that. let me guess. Let me guess. You started playing blades, and you learned how to hit irons. Yeah, and again then because... once once I became a uh, a prodigious ball striker from playing blades, I moved into the super game improvement iron, so I could actually play. But I don't, still I not sure how that math works. I know. Um, no, so you know, saw him in the fall. The Cobra Forge Tech and what do they call it? There, theirs is the Tour, right? Forge Tech. It's a Tour Pro. I can never remember the. I think it's Tour. Let's go with that. Yeah. Whichever. And I, I fell in love with that iron and I maintain to this day. It is my favorite Cobra iron. I think it's the best effing Cobra iron ever. Absolutely loved it. Was convinced that I would play it all season long. We go out, what, March PXG event? Yep. Gen 5 irons. I've typically <laughs> been a P player with. Usually like a, a T in the, <coughs> the nine and, and wedge. And I got fit into the Gen 5 T's all the way, right? Five through. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely loved them. Almost almost like I, I felt guilty about it because I was so on the Cobra Iron. And I still love that Cobra Iron. But again, part of it being fitting and you know seeing the results that come out of that. And I'm like, okay. I am now a, a passable iron player uh-huh. in, in, in part because of what I'm able to do with these things. And, you know, it is, they were fit for me. And that means, Hey, we're going to, we're going to take this, this tour or semi tour spec iron, right? I, I don't right. know what the stock number, what the stock lofts are, but Hey, this is Tony. So we're, we're going to bend them too strong. So they fly like they need to and things like that. So again, that's, that's part of that fitting piece where you can really get locked in. Uh, and yeah, for me, that was just mm-hmm. surprise. Like I said, I almost feel guilty about it. I almost feel dirty, but that's where we ended up. These guys, Tony. Yeah, I saw. I don't uh, I don't love the way they looked. That's a you thing. I'm like, this is, and not that it matters, but I looked at that iron and I was like, meh. Okay. Yeah, I know people. Uh, so, proto concept. Uh, that's when I ended up playing. Um, the vast majority uh, of the of the year. Um, I did have another set that flopped in and out a little bit, but Proto Concept, for those of you who don't know, Japanese company. I was playing these irons before Lydia Ko, just for the record. Uh, for the record. So you are first? I was first. I was yeah. absolutely first. And a joint venture between largest golf retailer in... I think actually in the world, Golf Partner, big umbrella company. Clubs are forged at Endo, which is home of a lot of forgings, but their house brand is Epon or Epon, for those of you who may follow those kind of things. And one of the really, really cool things, so back up for a second. For me, in irons, I love how clean they look, but I really love especially call it in the seven iron through wedge that player's cavity back um i don't want to see a lot of offset i don't want a huge club big top line those kind of things but i want some forgiveness 
And so this whole concept of, hey, it's a cavity back, but gives you the, right? Because what's the absence of forgiveness is? Workability. workability. Right? So companies do this where if a club's not workable, it's forgiving. If it's you know, not forgiving, you know, it's workable. So it's whatever. But they'll promote it one of two ways, right? It's either a muscle back with forgive forgiveness qualities of a cavity back or it's cavity back with workable uh, workability of a blade or, or muscle back. But trying to marry those two up with the right amount of, to me, forgiveness with some element of workability. Because my irons, I'm not trying to work the ball. I just thought they're meh looking. I see. And I, I thought they looked really good, clean in their muscle backs. And this, this is part of their, their CO1. Uh, it looks like a true muscle back. But what they do is the actual billet of steel that gets forged, they impregnate it, pre-impreg, right? So like a pre-preg of a titanium rod. And obviously titanium is a lot lighter, right, than the steel that's being forged. And so basically what it does, it works as kind of an internal pocket that then allows them to disperse more weight toward bottom top perimeter of the club giving it uh, some additional moi properties that do make it play quite a bit more forgiving than what you might assume a standard or traditional muscle back iron might play like i get it tony Meh. they're not for everybody Meh. they're not for everybody but with that being said i love that you and i basically ended up in two irons that the people listening to this can't really just walk into any golf shop and try like if we had said, oh, yeah, P790, go right. try it. <laughs> right. Proto right. concept. Go. Oh. Uh, that's a tough one. Even Fairway Jockey has, I know a lot of some of the fitters do the true specs if you're, you know, that space. But what always has my attention in this space, in the iron space, the company that always has my attention when they come out with something is Mizuno. And finally, we know these are coming out. We've already said that, right? The 923 Tour. It is getting to be about that time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And according to Mizuno, again, they believe, at least what we've been told, that, you know, we go back to like the MP18. They had maybe a little too much overlap in clubs with the SC, right? You have the split cavity of the MMC and too much overlap. And really, since like MP64 or so, they haven't really had that true player's cavity back that is more forgiving than their like 221, the the muscle back iron, but isn't necessarily like the player's distance iron. They've really been missing that club in that space. It kind of has that 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 location all to itself. Nine so maybe. Tour. It's we'll a maybe. See. It's a maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Yeah. So we right, you got the same email, email I did. Some new stuff coming out, right? And it's like, hey, what iron are you going to be playing in 2023? I'm like, uh-huh. It is unknowable. That is unknowable <laughs> in November, which was the time that came in. So I've heard these guys may have a new new little something come, which again, obviously you won't you won't care at all about because it'll probably look 
meh classic, very beautiful or meh according to you it'll be beautiful meh to me but i i'm a next op- optimistic wedges we both played sm9s no secret mm-hmm. there yeah uh, fitted four it. again it's easy fitted four done there. and done but if you couldn't tony in a world in a world SM9 doesn't exist yeah boy so I guess I could I'd be two minds with this. The ping stuff, it's just continues to impress, especially with that wet performance. Such a yep. such a critical piece of performance that gets overlooked. And it's one of those things too, where as we've done that wet wedge test through the years, we've seen seen models, and I would put Voki in this category that that maybe didn't perform well in wet conditions. Mm-hmm. But it's slowly gotten better. And I'm not SM8 that, didn't. Yeah. Like SM8 know. was not impressive. SM9 was much improved. Better, and they're not necessarily talking up that piece of it, but you're seeing, you know, certainly Mizuno does a great job with it. Uh, mm-hmm. one of the juicy wedges, if I recall, was really good. One was not one was really so good. But one was really good. So maybe a different groove spec there. So yeah, I think so. The ping is interesting for that reason. And the other one, the, the tailor made the MG3, if for no other reason than it's just done so well in testing. Twice. Two I tried them out, out at Bandon Dunes when I was out there with Taylor. It might have been MG2 at that time. I can't even remember which milled grind it was. But You were too busy playing golf, not paying attention to yeah, product really presentations. Yeah, I was not focusing on, uh, on, on the iteration of the grind. You weren't listening count. to details. So, yeah, that one, that one too, I think it's just that's one where – Again, it's just continually tested so well for us, and I know kind of what goes into it and and how much effort they've they've put into that. Mm -hmm. Grind options, maybe not as expansive as I would like. Not everybody needs that. Not everybody needs or wants the T-grind necessarily, but I'd like to see more there. But yeah, I I think that's probably the one that I would have to look at next. Yeah. I dabbled with the Juicy Wedges. This is J-U-C-I-E for those of you uh, keeping score at home another, me. <laughs> another japanese uh brand and, and if you know me you know i love uh some of the off menu crap i know and i, but I shouldn't call it crap because no because really it's good. amazing so I, the guy that's regardless i don't know where you find it no but this guy who designed right the new juicy or that juicy stuff uh i'll just call him q because that's uh, how he's known to some of the industry uh folk but he had done design work right for 14 golf if you remember back when we tested mm-hmm. some 14 stuff, it did really, really, really well. Um, so not surprising to me that there's a lineage. There's a a lineage there. And uh, I mean, it's they're not for the faint of heart in terms of the, the pocketbook component. They're very pricey. A lot of the Japanese things are. But um, look at some of the design elements. And I know people get way too bent out of shape about this stuff when, ooh, this club looks like that club. Like, well. No shit. That's amazing. <laughs> That's They're a muscle back iron. They did. No, yes. you stole that design from like, okay, fine, whatever. But you look at some of the comments. There are some pretty interesting commonalities between MG3. That's one. And the TT, I believe, from Juicy. So you, you look at those and, and not surprising to me that, that they would test one. I, I think they, uh, again, wonderful job. Not surprised at all. Um, we'll be interested to see what comes of, of that. Would love to see a proto concept juicy collaboration. 
Meh. You don't care. You, you know, you know what wedge I did like too that I actually I played a few rounds with while I was waiting for the SM9s to come in was and again, I always feel a little dirty. I don't know why. <laughs> the sugar daddy. Oh. I did like the sugar daddy too. I know. I know. It's, yeah, I don't, yeah. Even, I don't even want to talk about it, but I liked it. Yeah, you feel you feel a little a little dirty. Especially like, ooh, what is that? I'm like the sugar daddy <laughs> it's my sugar daddy <laughs> but yeah there yeah i mean so many good options right a lot of good options out there how about putter tony you uh do you just give up start putting with the wedge <laughs> no i actually again the case of when we went out to pxg wasn't even on the radar here we go we did the fitting and i don't even know the real name of it because i call it the warthog it's just oh, looks yeah. like it's got tusks and and you know but that was a case of where I was rolling it pretty well. And in talking to the fitter, he's like, it's like, you know, a lot of guys can't get over the looks of this one. And I'm like, yeah, I, uh, believe me, I understand that. But it was a case of like rolling it well, kind of liked it. was been trying to get into a mallet, played a mallet most of the year before, but had never been fit for a mallet. Right. Because I tend to be a very strong arc blade guy. Mm-hmm. And it was a case of, well, why not? Why not try this? Why not? Let's just roll with it. It's working out here. Let's do the full fitting. And if I hate it, throw it in a bag in a garage and I never have to look at it again. Uh, and I ended up using it all year. Putted well right up until, you know, hit yeah. a just hit one of those spots where everything was crap. And I don't know, maybe blame the putter, but I have a feeling I would have I would have putted yeah. like crap with anything. But Yeah. Yeah. You putted really well right up until. Right up until I did it. Right until you did it. That's golf. Yeah. Stupid I, game. Stupid. Stupid game. So the two putters, I, I'm i a big even roll guy. No, again, no secret uh, there. But um, going back last year when we were out there and kind of went through some of their fitting things, I had in my head that tend, I, I, I would tend to do better with a putter with a little bit less offset. Um because of just kind of how I lined it up and, and whatever the case was. But I was getting much, much better numbers with just like the straight up old school plumber neck answer style, Newport two style head. And so that kind of became my default. And I really, really, really liked it. And so there's that. That, that was that piece. But in the last month or so, month and a half, Are you maybe. Say it? Are you going to say it? I've been dabbling, and I don't even feel a little dirty. Every, about everyone experiments in college, Chris, but you're I, older now. <laughs> I'm, I'm older, and I should know better. I know where you're going. Lab. Oh, I said it. I did. I said it. I did. I, world's ugliest putter by some, you know, whatever. I don't care. I, I'm just saying, Tony, there's something to it. You know, I don't. I don't totally know. Have a full handle on 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 what it is or not. I need to spend some more time. It is it's a different. So feel. bizarre with you guys. It's so, different. Harry, good old Harry. Henry. Harry, not Henry. Harry. <laughs> Harry Henry of Wilson Golf. He ended up. He got fit for the lab. I, I don't know. I don't even know the model numbers. I call it the satellite dish. I call them oh, all the, the 2.1, the old DF 2.1. 
What I mean, it, it looked yeah. like some sort of Egyptian branding iron. It's an Egyptian thing. branding yeah. iron. Yeah. There you go. So he got that thing with a stability shaft and absolutely loved it. Go down to the facility, the test facility, about a month and a half ago, give or take, and Phillips playing the same damn thing with a stability shaft. And he's talking about how much he loves it and, and how much better he's putting with it. And I'm like, if you were telling me you were getting better TV reception, I would absolutely believe that. But okay, you're telling me you're putting well? All right, all right. And then you show up at Goat Hill with kind of that new fang looking the mez i don't yeah a little mez i don't even yeah the mez and dave wolf dave wolf did the the we tried it got i think he did kind of their virtual fitting thing which i was supposed to do didn't take advantage of and now i'm like i feel like i'm the cool kid because i'm the i'm the guy who hasn't jumped on the bandwagon (laughs) but yeah i i don't know they look weird but i swear like everybody on our staff gets fit into one and it's it's not even like oh yeah no it's it's pretty good. It's like, man, all in, greatest thing ever. I know these guys I, that have jumped to, to go play event. eighteen holes, twenty eight putts, and then I go brand all my cattle in the afternoon. <laughs> so that seems and- to be. I I asked. Uh, I think this would be a great addition. Like, um, I was reading like the new Echo Dot or whatever. You can also use it as like a Wi Fi extender. Okay, there's an option there. <laughs> I think. I think. There's there's an option there, you know. Uh, bring you know, bring a little Wi-Fi with you out on the course, and you know, there you go. Yeah, I mean, it's got it's got the bulk. Like you could literally put anything you wanted in there. Could be a hot spot. My God. Yeah. But, so know. I'm gonna dabble with. So that's the one that more time. I we'll see. And and if I end up absolutely loving it, I don't care what it looks like. I mean, you guys are big on the new even roll stuff that's coming Ooh. out. That'll oh, be guys baby. heads up. That's like I think that's Ooh. the first embargo of the year. So you'll see that one really early in January. Mm-hmm. I know you're excited about that. And then very but yep. again, like the lab the lab stuff is just it's bonkers to me, if only because we have a staff that has especially the guys at the test facility, Harry and, and now now Philip and, and John. I don't know, just did John join the cult as well? Not know, sure if he's not he sure. He didn't if have his bag uh, with him. What about he Bennett? drank the Kool Aid. Yeah. No, Bennett's got like a Odyssey triple track. She has the triple track. Back, Bennett so does. She yeah. has not. She has not joined the cult yet. But no Kool Aid. Those guys have access to quite everything. literally damn near everything other than a Scotty Cameron, ironically <laughs> enough, um, on the market. And yeah, just to just to have guys like no. Yeah, no, we could we can play anything, but this lab is is the real deal. Like, I sure. know. We'll see. Whatever. Yeah, we'll see. What ball did you play? Then I got some questions for you. What ball? Did I you stayed in left dash. You stayed in left dash yeah. all year. If you couldn't play left dash, they stopped making really? it. You want to talk about feeling really dirty. I do. Get dirty, Tony. All right. My, my second choice golf ball of 2022 for me personally is Callaway. Chrome Soft XLS. I I wonder. Can we just move had... on. We, just, we don't need to dwell. Let's just move on. Wow. Was there a day? Did you ever think that day might come that you no. would say you? No. <laughs> no. Zero so chance. Zero percent chance. Hmm. I'll be damned. 
I'll be damned. You and me both, buddy. Yeah. Well, that's not <laughs> that's not my answer. So there we go. Um, and again, let, open invitation, Callaway. Come, come on, on. come I on love, to No Putts Given and talk I, to us about your balls, <laughs> golf balls. I I stuck. Uh, so I did the elevation game, and and I know yeah. one of our tenants in the play the same state, ball always play the same ball always, and I get that. I hear you. Had had some good uh, discussions with Marty Jertson at Ping, who is admittedly much He's much got smarter. Balnomic philosophy in play here. Yep, and and is uh, it nomic or namic? I'm going namic. I like balnamic. Okay. Ah, not a ah balnamic. His suggestion to me was consider a sea level ball, which is where I was fit for left dot, and because sea level. Well, I mean. Basically, zero to or when I'm not in Colorado, like okay, zero to Colorado, so zero to Colorado. So when I'm here, that's where the uh, discussion's probably gonna be in that Pro V1 or Pro V1X again, just depending on launch and spin, but likely Pro V1 because I do also tend to hit the ball high. So getting you know, and what is what is the philosophy behind the altitude adjustment for anyone who's unfamiliar why you would play a different ball in the mountains yeah because so basically when you're at altitude so you're playing and i saw this when i caddy in the corn ferry event we see it all the time when guys are coming into colorado that that tour rate for like colorado open you get players from all over the place obviously corn ferry these guys are all over the place you'd see this a little bit uh PGA Tour event like down in Mexico uh, when they were playing. And that was even, I want to say like 7,000, 8,000 feet maybe even. You, and, know, and you don't tip your caddies in Mexico, right? That's right. Depends. Totally okay. depends. On whether or I, not you're Matt Kuchar. Exactly. I'm at 5,000 feet here roughly. So basically the idea being that at altitude, you can get away with a little bit more spin, right? To optimize... When you're trying to optimize carry, right, particularly with your driver, and then everything else is going to kind of fall off of there, you can get away with a little bit more launch and spin. So if you have like an ideal range and you kind of, you know, again, when you're fitting for stuff, it's okay, here's my range of good. You know, an ideal might be right dead center in that, but I'm not going to hit every shot perfect. So what's the absolute top of that that I'm okay with in terms of spin and launch? And what's the absolute minimum that I'm okay. What's that threshold before I'm really kind of losing out on, on some of that, right? At altitude, you can skew higher for sure. You don't don't want to go Kirkland high though, right? I don't want to go Kirkland high, but when you think again, one golf ball, 14 clubs, if I can adjust to those conditions by rather than tweaking some loft fly stuff, whatever on my clubs, or if I have a ball and I know that it's going to do, it's going to launch X amount higher with X amount more spin. And that's a known variable. I can change one variable or I can try to tweak 14. I guess 13, your putter probably (laughs) doesn't come into into play there as much, but that's the thinking anyway. Like I know Marty does that when he comes to Colorado, I want to say he plays pro V one X higher launch, higher spin. Uh, Yeah. Titles has said the Mexico event, they would get a number of players that week. And for that week only, switching to a different ball again change one thing versus changing 10 11 12 13 things well like i said 
Love a seven wood. Wouldn't play it at Bandit. Right. Love my tea grind. Starts to rain or if I move to a soft course, it's got to go. Like that cannot be in the bag. Yep. You know, yep. That's like at that tool, at that point in time, it just becomes a tool for ripping up sod. So I get it. <laughs> be interesting to see. I wonder. I wonder. So like I'm going to dabble with that this year. Spin. I wonder. Like what would I go to? Maybe Pro V1. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably one X probably I'm sticking with left dot at outside Colorado. That, that Chrome soft XLS spins a little bit more than a left dash. Could yeah. be your answer. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I love it, Tony. That's a lot. That's a lot of stuff. I mean, I, whew. What do we have left? I have two questions for you, Tony. You ready? Go. Okay. Question number one. You have $1,000. Someone just gave you $1,000 for Christmas or Hanukkah Somebody's or Kwanzaa. $31. Someone gave you $31. $31. That's a going rate for a birthday. Are you going to buy one new golf lesson or one new wedge? Do you want a new wedge or a golf lesson? How old are my wedges? Doesn't matter. They're relatively new. I, I, I think the smart money is always on lessons. Not always because, you know, we've talked about this. Not I every know. instructor is, is created equal. Some of them absolutely suck. Others mm-hmm. better than others, et cetera, et cetera. But I think, yeah, I think the most immediate impact mm-hmm. beats buying a lottery ticket. Yeah, I'd go with the lesson. All right. Next question. Not for $31 around here, but. What is the golf equivalent of deciding the World Cup on a penalty shootout? Uh, It's deciding the Masters with a putting competition. Am I okay? I like like soccer, football. Metric football? Metric football. My daughter's a very, very good uh, excellent soccer player. I don't get that part. The penalty. Am I am I way out of bounds and being frustrated going, this is the biggest sporting event in the world. And it's you watch these guys play for 80, 90, in this case, 120 minutes. Minutes, tons of chances, the build up, the play, the shot, the and let's have a kickoff. Then yeah, so you watch guys play. I mean the Masters, 72 holes for people like us. So watch all 72 holes, potentially. And the good breaks, the bad breaks, the things that happen. Then you say, all right, drive, chip, and putt. Yeah, it really go. is. It's like having a, a three-hole playoff. But at the end of that, everybody's tied up. And you're like, all right, well, let's just move it to the putting green. And we're just we're going to do 10-foot putts. Eight foot putts, five foot putts, whatever it is, until somebody wins. Until Messi wins. You know, some have suggested the World Cup might have had an element of rigging involved. Some soft what? penalties along the way. What? And when you consider how corrupt every other aspect of it was, it's not totally unbelievable to think that there may have been something else going on. I'm bitter. I'm the one guy in the world who wasn't delighted with Messi winning a World Cup. It's fair. I don't mean blowback. I frankly, I'm more excited for the ladies 
women's national team this summer. That's one we can more, win. I, I'm far more excited uh, about the women's World Cup um, than I am uh, uh, the men's. I just the women's team is awesome. And and here's another thing. Here's another thing that I cannot stand about football, particularly the male football. Guys are a bunch of wusses. They look like they got hit in a drive-by shooting. <laughs> and the blade of grass goes out. Like, you don't know. Like, they're flopping. They're doing such drama queens. And then... Well, it's always like, I got a little bump on my shoulder. And then it's like, oh, oh he hit me in the then, face. And Give me a red card. Then the magic spray. And then two seconds oh, later... I love the magic spray. Oh, yeah. Two no, seconds, oh, two balls seconds later. I'm, I'm back in it. Let's go. Let's sprinting. go. Like, come on. I can't stand... That like I my wife and I are watching. I said, "Okay, pick any sport in the world. Assume I'm not here at the house to protect you. Somebody breaks into the house. What is the last professional athlete you want in the house protecting you? Has to be a soccer player. <laughs> oh my knee! Oh, the, I mean, you would take anything <laughs> over the soccer. Player. Can question. you imagine a soccer player stubbing their toe?" Good Lord. It's embarrassing. Uh, That's my rant. Whatever. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that disagree with me, but come on. Really? Flop more than LeBron. LeBron would be a good soccer player. He flops <laughs> a lot. It's, it's amazing. Like flopper isn't a position. It should <laughs> be. Maybe, maybe that should be right. We'll, we'll put a 12th guy out there and his whole job is to just flop. At various points in the game. I mean, so we that know that guy's else, already... Nobody roster. else is allowed to. The designated flopper does all the the flopping and writhing around in pain and everything that is part and parcel of a, of a professional soccer game. Yeah, we know they're already on the roster. You just need to get a position for them. They have plenty yeah. to choose from. Get them out there. Clear. Get them out there. Unbelievable. Any final thoughts, Tony? No, man. We'll End see End of 2022. You. No, it is now... It's, 2023 time we'll start tease it right now tease the, it. the first no putts given episode of 2023 will be free and clear or almost free and clear we're gonna have to risk i gotta look at the dates but paradigm the callaway paradigm driver and we're allowed to say paradigm because the picks are absolutely everywhere everywhere um, it's blue that's that's what i saw in the pictures looks blue it looks blue. It does. Bold. Until Ballsy. then. It's not going to be that long. Chris Nickel, Golf Spy C. Tony Covey, Golf Spy T. Forgot to say that at the beginning. Whatever. We'll see you next time. We out. Next year. Next year. <laughs>